0: This happened when I was 16. I worked at a coffee shop three nights a week after school. It was a very small place, only having three or four tables, but was open until 11 on weekdays. I had been there for about three months, and had gotten familiar with the customers that came in frequently. It was a small shop after all, so it was actually more uncommon to see new customers. Anyway. One of the customers that came in a lot was a man who introduced himself to me as Owen. Owen would come in every day around 10, order a small coffee, and sit at a table for 15 to 20 minutes on his laptop, then leave. We made small talks sometimes, and he told me that he worked overnight and needed the coffee to stay awake. I never let conversations go on too long, though because I didn't feel comfortable sharing personal details about myself to older men when I was barely sixteen. One night though, Owen ordered his usual, but as he picked up his coffee, he told me that I looked really cute today. I smiled and said thanks, but on the inside, I felt really grossed out. I was also the only closer, so being alone in the shop with him was a bit uncomfortable. He left soon after. But the following day, I asked one of my coworkers about Owen. She closed on the other days of the week that I didn't work, so I assumed she would know exactly who he was and probably know if he was creepy or not. But she said she had no idea who he was. Even after describing him, she didn't know. Owen had told me that he came in every weekday before his overnight shift, but now I knew that he only came in on the days that I worked. She left at 9 that night, and I was really worried. I spent the next hour trying to calm myself down and telling myself it was all in my head. I was in the back storage room, organizing the shelves, when I heard the bell by the door. I took a deep breath and prepared myself to act natural, but just as I stepped towards the door leading to the service area, it swung open. I was startled and stopped in my tracks. Owen was standing there, holding the door open. Just making sure you're okay, he said, smiling at me. Then he backed away and let the door shut. That door was behind the counter, so he had gone into the employee-only area just to check on me ten seconds after entering the shop. Something wasn't right, especially with everything else I was thinking about. I walked out to the register where he was standing. He then ordered and went over to his table. While I was making his coffee, I could feel him watching me from the other side of the room. The feeling was really intense, and when I turned, his eyes were already locked on me. I handed him the cup and he gave me a really huge thank you. He then sat down and took out his laptop. It was 10.15 so I started my usual cleaning routine, but at 10.45, I realized that Owen was still at the table. He always left by 10.30, but he seemed to just be waiting there. I waited until 11.05, five minutes after we were technically closed, before I got my things together and walked over to him. I told him the shop was closed and I needed to lock the doors. He smiled and said sure, then stood up, but he didn't leave. He waited for me. I stepped out and held the door for him. Owen stood right next to me, basically breathing down my back as I locked the door. Um, have a good night, I said, turning and walking quickly to my car. I pulled out of the parking lot and felt a great sense of relief, but a few minutes down the road, headlights came up behind me. They followed me through multiple turns and eventually to my neighborhood. Fearing the worst, I continued driving in random directions and called the police. I told them my suspicions and described the vehicle. The officer told me to keep driving through the neighborhood and that an officer will be there soon. Not long after though, the car pulled away and turned down a different road in the neighborhood. I was still taking random turns for another ten minutes before I figured I was okay and made my way to my house. When I turned down my street, though, I was horrified. A cop car was in front of my house, and so was the car that was following me. It did turn out to be Owen, which I was already sure of, but I had no idea that he already knew where I lived. I got really lucky that night, because if I hadn't called the police, I likely would have been kidnapped, or maybe even worse. It just terrifies me to think that he had probably followed me home weeks before that and maybe even tried peeking through my windows or something. I don't know, but I'm just glad it's all over. I work an unusual shift at my job, usually starting at 4am and ending at noon. When I get off, I go home and get my 8 hours of sleep right away then wake up around 9pm and stay awake until work. I just prefer being up in the later hours, I guess. It was a regular day of work, and I got home and slept like usual. At 10, I got up and made food and did some chores around the house, and by 1am, I decided to go walk before work. I did this most days before work just to keep my body awake. I put on a light jacket and went outside. My neighborhood was always quiet and peaceful at these hours, which was why I loved being awake so much at these times. Sometimes it felt like I had the whole world to myself. Anyway, I turned down a small path that went through a forest preserve by my neighborhood. It was lit up by dim lamps along the side of the path. As I made my way, I spotted a figure further down, sitting on a bench. He was really far down, though a good 2 or 3 minutes before I would be near him, but getting closer, he was still there. I thought he was a jogger, taking a quick rest or something, otherwise I didn't really know why he'd be there. As I passed him, he looked up at me. I smiled to show I was friendly, but he just stared at me and didn't say anything. That didn't make me feel better so I picked up the pace and planned to turn down the next path about a quarter mile down. Just a few seconds later though, another man came around the corner in front of me and started walking in my direction. I swiveled my head and saw the man on the bench was now walking toward me as well. I took a few more steps while my mind raced to figure out what to do. I didn't know for sure if this was some sort of trap, but in the end I didn't want to risk it. I went off into the trees, walking quickly enough to lose sight of them. As soon as I veered off the path though, I heard both of the men's footsteps pick up. I ran until I was a decent ways into the forest, then caught my breath next to a tree. Looking around, I could see both of the men's figures standing at the edge of the path, looking in my direction. I took that as a sign that they were working together so I kept making my way through the forest until I found myself on the other side of the neighborhood. I was able to make it home safely, and even went to work soon after. I didn't call the police right away, because I wasn't sure if it was actually a trap or not, but the more I thought about the men standing together, looking into the forest, I decided it best to call the police, just in case. Fast forward to a little over a month later, A woman from my neighborhood was abducted during her early morning walk. I don't know if it was those men, or if there was any connection at all, but I have a really bad feeling in my gut that I was just moments away from going missing. I have always enjoyed having the house to myself. It gave me a sense of freedom and independence that I rarely experienced when my parents were around. I was 18 at the time, and my parents were on a short business trip. I was home alone for the night and was sitting on the couch scrolling through my phone when I heard a creaking noise. I paused, listening intently, but there was nothing else. I tried to brush it off as just the house settling, but not being used to being alone, it was hard to shake the creepy feeling. I decided to distract myself by watching some TV. I clicked on a random show and settled back into the couch, but as I watched, I kept having this feeling that someone was standing behind me. I turned around quickly every time, but there was no one there, just an empty room with the flickering light of the TV casting shadows on the walls. After an hour or so of being on edge, I decided I just needed to take a look around to prove to myself I was safe. I paused the TV and walked upstairs. There was nothing there, just the empty hallway leading to the bedrooms. I stepped into each one, just taking a glance around. Nothing was out of place, and nobody was in any of the rooms. I stepped back into the hallway and rubbed my eyes, thinking I was acting like a child for getting so scared over nothing. I walked back to the staircase and started down the steps. When I reached the bottom, I turned into the living room, but out of the corner of my eye, I saw something down the hallway. I backed up and looked, seeing the front door was wide open. I felt like my heart just stopped and I couldn't breathe as I stared at the doorway. If I'm being honest, I wasn't positive that I'd remembered to lock the door, but regardless, I never heard it open. I had no idea if someone was in the house or I'd already left, or just where they were in general. I stayed quiet and walked down the hallway to the door. I stepped onto the porch and looked around quickly, then closed the door and locked it. Almost right away, I heard the floor creak from the other side of the house. It was just one long creak. Not like someone walking, but maybe hiding. I walked around to the kitchen. I stood at the very edge of the room, not seeing anything. But as I stood in the same spot, I heard very light breathing. It was coming from behind the island in the kitchen. Someone was crouching down, hiding just a few feet in front of me. I ran out the front door, dialing 911 as I continued down the sidewalk. When the police arrived, they found no one inside. It was clear, though, that someone had entered and walked around both downstairs and upstairs. They found shoe prints in the carpet upstairs that matched the ones found in the kitchen. What creeps me out the most is knowing that they came in while I was home and walked around probably seeing me on the couch, watching TV. I don't know what their intentions were, maybe they were just a crazy person with no intentions at all, but even today, I find myself constantly looking over my shoulder when I'm alone.